Hello, my sweet mom friends. Okay, so I just want to dive right in today because what we're talking about is something I love so much, and it's basically the foundation of why I decided to call this podcast Mom Joy. Okay, so here's the thing we all know it's a fact of life that being a mom means sacrifice and uncomfortable growth. I mean, hi, yes, like when your kiddos are testing the limits, testing your limits each and every day, we are stretched and required to grow. Um, And I actually, I read this question recently asking, but is there room for joy? I've been struggling with the idea of growth being only painful and feeling terrible. There has to be some joy in the growth too, right? So when I read this question, I immediately loved it because I think that is the exact question that most of us moms are asking ourselves, whether we realize it or not. I think on the hardest days and like the exhaustion of those challenging moments, we wonder, there has to be joy in the journey of motherhood, right? So today I am here to talk to you about this very thing. I believe there is so much joy in motherhood and that joy is something that can be grown into. And I know it because I've personally experienced going from surviving motherhood to learning how to embrace this joy, even on my hardest days. So I want to take some time today to really hone in on what joy is and how to experience more of it. Welcome back to the Mom Joy Podcast, where we believe in having joy in the journey of motherhood, no matter our kids' moods or what mess is on the floor. Hey, I'm Angela Evans, and I'm a parenting and mindset coach for moms. I combine my 10 years of experience in both child behavior intervention and mindset coaching for women to help moms become calm and confident in their parenting. I mean, let's be real. We had kids with the hopes of enjoying them, right? (laughs) I'm here to help you love being a mom and love the process of parenting your kids. I believe that with God and just some little tweaks to our thinking, we can have a strong mind, body, and soul and experience the fullness and abundance of life and motherhood. Welcome, Mama. Let's do this together. Okay, so let's talk about this thing called joy because I think a lot of us moms feel glimpses of joy, like when our kids hug us, they say they love us, or watching them open gifts on Christmas morning. However, these types of moments I wouldn't actually call joy as much as I'd describe them as happiness because happiness is based entirely on our current circumstances. So like when we watch our kids open Christmas gifts, we feel the feeling or emotion of happiness So the problem with happiness, though, is that it's just momentary. It's this like feeling of excitement that sparks within us, but it just it fizzles out shortly after. And I think that's part of what can feel frustrating to us is that these moments of happiness don't linger very long. They don't stay. They don't stay around very long in our minds and our bodies throughout the day, Um, even though we would really we'd like to feel more of that happiness and joy. Um, we, we want to enjoy motherhood. And I think we try so hard to be the best moms we can be. When And when we feel empty of joy most of the time, it can honestly feel kind of defeating and like we're doing it wrong. So first of all, I want to address um, being a human and living a human experience does mean that we have a range of emotions. We experience a full range of emotions. Our brains and bodies are wired in a way that we feel a variety of feelings throughout the day and even like in a given moment. Also important to note is that feelings are not bad. They are completely natural and normal. 
So we, I mean, we feel everything from sadness, anger, and shame, and that is natural. That's normal. It's okay. So feeling complete, blissful happiness 100% of the time throughout the day is not what the goal is here. I mean, that would be great, but um, pretty sure that that does not happen until we get to heaven. <laughs> so um, that being said, I do believe that we can feel more steady joy throughout our everyday lives. And I believe that joy can actually even share space with other emotions like sadness and anger. I think it's possible to feel joy in these difficult times. So the thing that is really unique about joy is that it goes beyond just being an emotion that we feel. Joy is more complex and more multidimensional than just an emotion. So Um, Just doing a quick search online for definitions of joy, I found a few that I love. And as I read them, I want you to think about what are the words that really stand out to you? So first of all, I believe that joy is an attitude of the heart, mind, and soul. Theopedia (laughs) describes joy as a state of mind and an orientation of the heart. It's a settled state of contentment, confidence, and hope. Now, Rick Warren says, joy is the settled assurance that God is in control of all the details of my life, the quiet confidence, and that ultimately everything is going to be all right, and the determined choice to praise God in every situation. Now, John Piper describes joy as a good feeling in the soul produced by the Holy Spirit as he causes us to see the beauty of Christ in the word and in the world. So, I love all of those definitions because it's not based on my circumstances. I think some of the words that really jumped out to me were attitude, settled, quiet confidence, contentment in the soul, and no matter the circumstances. And I love that. I love it so much. So the question is, how in the world do we get to a place of feeling that kind of joy? Okay, so here's what I think. I believe that deep, lasting joy is produced by spending time with God. So if you are familiar with the fruits of the Spirit that are talked about in Galatians, joy is one of the fruits that is listed, which means that joy is something that is produced in us by the Holy Spirit, which tells me a few things. For one, it means that God wants to give us a gift of joy. It also means that joy is something that is readily available to us. Um, I think it also means that we don't produce joy on our own. We are empowered to do so by God through his Holy Spirit. And I think it also means that just by spending time in relationship with God, we are given this beautiful gift of joy. I love it so much. So in essence, joy is found in God's presence by daily showing up to be with him in the ways that we connect with him most. It could be prayer, reading the Bible, worship music, We all connect with God in our own ways, and when we show up to spend this time with him, we invite the Holy Spirit to infuse joy into our souls. Okay, so those are the basics about joy, but now I want to dive a little bit deeper and talk about when motherhood or life in general becomes really painful or could even be described as suffering. So we all experience different types of pain throughout our journey of motherhood. Um, For some of us, it may mean dealing with super challenging behaviors from our kids. Um, It could be a painful diagnosis, losing a loved one, conflict in your marriage, um, 
Many have lost jobs recently. Um, It could look like moving across the country and knowing no one and having no family nearby to support you. Uh, It could be sleeplessness, like postpartum anxiety and an extremely colicky baby. Whatever it is, our journey of motherhood includes seasons of pain and suffering. So if that is you right now, I just want to take a moment and say, I see you. And this season is so hard, my sweet friend, and I'm sure there are so many things that feel unfair. There may be grief about the way things used to be, and it may be hard to see past your current circumstances and these really powerful feelings. And if joy is something you long for and and you're not feeling it right now, I just want to give you some hope to cling to. So the beautiful news is that the type of joy we're talking about here today is not based on your ever-changing feelings or circumstances. So I know many of us do base our joy on these things, which is why we feel like we're being tossed around by the waves of the sea. But instead of basing our joy on our circumstances or our feelings, we've been given the option to base our joy on God and who he is and his promises to us. Um, So I will tell you a few promises that stand out to me when I was thinking about this. Romans 8.18 says, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. Which to me means joy from the Lord allows us to press on. We are able to look beyond our current pain and with hope and expectation of what beauty is to come. There's also a verse in Hebrews that talks about how Jesus did this for us, um, enduring suffering with the hope and expectation of being reunited with God. The verse is Hebrews 12 2, and um, it says, we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy waiting for him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Now, another promise that we can cling to in suffering is Romans 8, 28, which is, I laugh because it's my family's favorite verse. My dad loves this verse, so we quote it all the time. And it says, and we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God, which means God does not waste anything we experience. He wastes nothing. So he is faithful to produce beautiful things both in us and in those around us as we trust him. Um, And as I was thinking about this, I ran across a blog called transformingtruth.org and it spoke to this idea beautifully. And I'll just read this part to you because it was so good. So the author wrote, suffering does not always make sense to the mind, but it can always bring depth to the soul. I have learned that when I'm entrusted with suffering, I'm being invited invited by God to grow in him. Few Christ followers are intentional about going there with Jesus, but the truth of the matter is that when we welcome him to lead us through a time of suffering, we will experience an aspect of joy that is different from anything else that we experience in our relationship with him. It is a sacred place. It is holy ground. It is the incubator of a deep and meaningful joy in our lives. So when I read that, it just reminded me of the pure mystery that joy is, like we talked about earlier, joy is a gift from God. It's a fruit of the spirit. So literally as we are near to God, joy is produced in us and it doesn't make sense. Like, especially in the most difficult times when, um, joy does not make sense. God is so faithful. Now I know for some moms listening to this, that can feel super painful. 
Um, it can feel kind of painful to hear someone say that joy is found in faith. Because if you're not feeling joy, it seems like there's a problem with your faith. And if you're going through an incredibly challenging life circumstance or struggling with mental health issues like anxiety or depression, it does not mean there is a problem with your faith. It does not mean your faith is not working or that joy is not available to you. Um, I really believe that God has equipped people like counselors and coaches to be his hands and feet and to walk alongside you um, through these hardships of life and the challenges of mental health issues. I think these are things that can be processed through and walls can be broken down and with a little bit of support, you can begin to feel some of those shimmers of joy in your soul again. Um, so that being said, I do want you to know that that's what I'm here for as a coach. Sometimes we have a hard time pinpointing what exactly is getting in the way of feeling this joy. And I'm here to problem solve that with you. One of my gifts is problem solving and clarity. And I just, I really love helping moms figure out the root of what is blocking their joy. So most often it, it honestly comes down to the thoughts we're thinking. And so when we can pinpoint what those thoughts are, we can replace them and begin to really see some big transformation in the way you experience. Now, the one thing I always want to leave you with here on the podcast is the same thing I do with all my coaching clients. And I always want to give you a very tangible action step or action steps that you can apply to your life right away. Because it's it's one thing to hear encouragement and new ideas, but it's another to actually begin implementing them in your own life. So I'm going to make this really easy for you. <laughs> so when it comes to actually doing the work to infuse more joy into your journey of motherhood, here's the action step I want to give you. Now in future episodes to come, we, we're going to spend a lot of time diving more deeply into steps we can take to create more joy in our lives. But the action step I want to leave you with today is to identify when and how you're going to spend time with God. Now, I know we're all busy moms trying to keep everything running, but I think just think of this time with the Lord as your fuel for your body and your mind just to do everything that needs to be done and to do it well. Like we talked about today, um, time with him is just where the joy enters in. And if you've grown up in the church or spent time with God before having kids, this is going to mean that your quiet times might look a little bit different and fit into the not so quiet times of your day. So obviously super great focused, relaxed time to wake up early before the rest of the family and get that time in. Um, but if you're anything like me getting up before everyone else is just a struggle. So, um, start small and work your way to new things in your relationship with God. So start just by like playing worship music during the day or while you're getting ready, um, or by reading a paragraph or a chapter of the Bible at a designated time or um, during nap time or quiet time, um, when the kids are having quiet time, that is. <laughs> um, keep it small. I'd say keep it attainable. And as you begin to do the small things consistently, it'll grow your desire to spend more of that time with him. Um, and Oh, actually, bonus action step number two, <laughs> I'd also say is uh, identify who is supporting you in this journey. Um, so if that means getting one-on-one -on -one mentorship from a coach or a counselor, just take that step to reach out. I know that it may feel like just another thing to do, another thing on your list, but um, that, let me just tell you from experience, friend, 
<laughs> I, I've spent too much of my life trying to figure out how to fix myself and my feelings and my life all on my own. And the moments I have just taken two minutes to send an email and reach out for help have honestly been the most life-changing for me. It's like, it honestly opened me up to a world where I had support and like positive guidance in the direction I actually wanted to be headed. So I truly would not be where I am without inviting mentorship into my life. And, um, so find yourself some support (laughs) and obviously I'm happy to be that for you. I'm here for you. So they're your action steps for inviting more joy into your life, no matter your circumstances. And now today we really focused on the spiritual component of having mom joy, because I really believe that is the absolute foundation for having the type of deep and lasting joy we're all looking for. And in the episodes to come, I'm also going to be equipping you with more strategies that align with this type of joy, um, strategies to do with, um, parenting and just, um, taking care of yourself and, Um, My greatest hope is that you just not only love being a mom, but you can confidently say you love the process of parenting. So that's what I'm here for. I'm here to help problem solve. Um, Just take a a look at your life and see what's going on and try to just like dig and get to the root of what's going on so you can have more joy. So anyway, I hope that today you are walking away knowing that joy is available to you. Um, By aligning your heart with the Lord and having the support of others, the gift of joy is freely yours. And like you can have the hardest of hard days and still have joy. So good. (laughs) All right, mamas. So I am so excited to be on this journey with you. And I just want to leave you with a quick prayer. Lord God, I just lift up my sweet mom friend who is listening right now. Lord, you see all of her hardships she deals with on a daily basis and you've never left her. God, I pray this week that she would truly sense your nearness and really begin to desire more to draw closer to you. I pray that as she chooses to spend more intentional time with you, that your Holy Spirit would just infuse joy into her from her head to her toes. God, would you just ignite joy in her as she deals with the daily challenges of motherhood? We are so thankful to serve a God who loves us so much that you would want to give us the good gift of joy. Thank you, God. We love you so, so much, and we pray this in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Love you, ladies. Hey, Mama, if you want to get more connected, we actually have a Facebook group where we talk further about topics discussed here on the podcast. You can find that by searching Facebook for the Mom Joy Podcast Community, or it's also linked in the show notes. And another way to stay connected is to follow me on Instagram at Angela Joy Evans. And if this episode meant something to you, I would love it so much if you'd take a screenshot of the episode, tag me, and share in your stories what you learned. I love to hear from you ladies what is helpful and what you want more of. And when you share with your friends about the podcast, it helps more mamas get connected to mom joy. I love you ladies so much, and I can't wait to connect with you more over on Instagram and Facebook.